Hey everybody and welcome back to the Morning Moxie Show. I'm Alicia Sharp, your host, and today on the show we have Bill Johnson and he's talking to us about, basically about the promises of God and how a lot of times we are impressed or, you know, kind of deterred by problems in our life. But we really, in those times, you know, need to focus on the promises of God. He, the, the name of this message is actually Impressive Promise, Problems versus Impressive Promises. And that is so true. When we are impressed by our problems, when we, when we are worried by our problems, when we are overtaken by our problems, then we're not focusing on the promises and the truth of God's Word enough. So in those situations, you know, we've got to really realize what we're doing. We've got to be aware and shift our focus and really reprogram our thinking. Here's Bill. I want you to look at three very strange verses with me. And it's Numbers 14, it's Matthew 6, and Psalms 23. All right, very random, but hopefully you'll see at least that they complement each other. Numbers 24. Interestingly, this is a fascinating uh, subject. I know I've heard Chris and maybe some others touch on this just a little bit in recent months. That the Lord rewards maturity with increase of responsibility. The promised land was not sitting on a beach sipping lemonade the rest of their life. The promised land was a place where they actually had to work. That we were actually designed to work. In fact, the very thing happening in our country right now where people don't want to work is actually working against divine purpose. It's actually working against design. It's like using a crescent wrench as a hammer. It'll work. It just wasn't designed for that. Now, if you're unable to work for whatever reason, much blessing and grace to you. I I, I believe we're supposed to care for people that can't. But the point is, we got a a spirit that's been loosed in the nation in this day where people are looking for opportunities to not work when actually the fulfillment of our design is found in work. I feel better about that too. That one's free as well. That's, all right, let's get back here. My, my assignment today is just to meddle and cause problems. So I'm, I'm looking for every opportunity. <clears throat> so Israel was given a promised land. And your future is defined by promises. And the measure in which we say yes to the promises of God, it is in that measure we step into the fullness of our design. The promises of God guarantee a fight between the promise and fulfillment. Now, backpedal. Israel, under Moses' leadership, they were looking at the promised land. They knew there was a great, vast inheritance for them. So he took 12 spies and he sent them into the land to spy it out and to bring back a report of what they were about to step into. They came back, 10 of them said, there are giants in the land, we're like grasshoppers in our sight, Uh, we can never win this battle. Two of them, Joshua and Caleb, came back and said, 
This is a done deal. This is a setup by God for our victory. They came back with great courage. But the 10 persuaded the crowd to move in fear. Now, nobody in the crowd said, I choose fear. They all said, let's choose wisdom. Because fear masquerades as wisdom. The 10 spies did not come back with lies. They came back with truth, just not the whole truth. They came back convincing people of something that was inferior to what God has said. And what God has said over your life is what we must feed our heart on. If we feed our heart on just simply the facts, we will react in fear and never recognize it as fear. We will consider ourselves to be people that move in great wisdom. And I'll tell you this, if you move in fear, all of your friends, if you live cautiously, your friends will call you wise. You just won't move many mountains. It, it takes courage to confront and to face what God has put in front of us. So here's some of the dialogue that uh, we have from Joshua and Caleb as they literally prophesy, they bring the word of the Lord to a nation to not rebel against the Lord by failing to enter a promise. Let that phrase just run through your mind for a minute. To not rebel against the Lord by failing to enter a promise. All right. Verse nine. Only do not rebel against the Lord. Wow, I just heard that recently. Do not rebel against the Lord, nor fear the people of the land, for they are our bread. Their protection has departed from them, and the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. Your giant looks different when you believe a promise. Look at it again. Do not rebel against the Lord, nor fear the people of the land, for they are our bread. Go to Matthew 6. Verse 11. Give us this day our daily bread. You say, well, that's torn out of context. Okay, Psalms 23. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. There are certain spiritual nutrients that you cannot get apart from defeating, defeating a giant. The meal you are hungry for is in the triumph of the giant you're facing. God has given every one of us an appetite to be strong spiritually, but we want strength for the battle. And he's saying, my strength comes from the battle. They are bread. We're not talking about a mental game where we imagine that there is no enemy. I love the honesty of Joshua and Caleb. 
where they talk openly about the giants. They're just not impressed by them. And I have found anytime I am impressed with the size of my problem, it's because I've lost sight of the size of my God. I know that sounds cute, but it's a reality. Anytime I become impressed with the size of a challenge, I have lost sight of the size of the promise that weighs over my life. And there's a huge part, some part of our Christian life, he absolutely does for us. He actually does for us. He caused this victory to happen. I didn't, I didn't do anything. All I did was show up and he just caused it to happen. He defended me here. He promoted me there. He did. I get that. But there are parts of our, of our Christian walk where the nutrients we ache for are actually found in the giants we are facing. And it's changing our perspective, not in a mental, mental gymnastics, but changing perspective according to what God says. What did God say? Joshua and Caleb picked something up. They picked something up from the Lord that this, this land of giants, that's lunch. And when we're through with lunch, we'll move on to dinner. This is our food. That was Bill Johnson. You can find it on YouTube if you search under Impressive Problems versus Impressive Promises, Bill Johnson. You can also find out more information about Bill at his website, bjm.org. Hope you have a wonderful day today and that you know you can live a 320 life in God more than you can imagine. God bless you.